This is the Health Call Radio Hour, where treatments are always free, the stethoscope is never cold, and you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Welcome back. I am glad you stayed with us. Let's spend some time in this half hour focusing on the magic of mushrooms. No, no, not that type of magic mushroom. We've covered the potential benefits of psychedelic mushrooms before, and actually I do have some news on that for you coming up. But for now, let's explore mushrooms as a functional superfood. Humans have been using mushrooms for eons, and today more people are using mushroom extracts to improve cognition, mood, sleep, and their immune system. I reached out to Tony Shields. He is the founder of Fresh Cap Mushrooms. His lifelong interest in mushrooms led him to a career growing gourmet mushrooms, but now his company focuses on the health and nutritional aspects. You know, I often like to ask my guest experts to share something that I might not know. And in this case, we learn that some companies out there are cutting corners making mushroom health supplements. One of the craziest things about mushrooms that you might not know and about uh, your audience might not know is that not all mushroom supplements are actually made from mushrooms. And when I say that, I think that surprises a lot of people. But here's the quick answer to that. Mushrooms are made up of two parts, right? You have the mushroom fruiting body and you have the mushroom mycelium. But what you can do is you can just grow that mycelium out on grain and you know grind up that grain and provide that as a mushroom supplement. The problem is it might not have all of those beneficial compounds that make the difference. Whereas the fruiting body part actually has the compounds that make the difference. It has the history of use, all this kind of stuff. So when people are shopping for mushrooms, they might buy a mushroom supplement that not doesn't actually really contain any kind of mushroom that they would think of as a mushroom. Hmm. I think that's surprising to a lot of people. So just to be clear, when I'm buying mushrooms in the supermarket, the little white button mushrooms, that's the fruiting body you're talking about, right? Exactly. That's the thing that most people think of as a mushroom. You know, technically it's called a fruiting body. It's a reproductive part of the mushroom. But it's also part of the mushroom that has all those wonderful benefits that we know and love. Got it. So tell me about uh, what is the leading use, medicinal use of mushrooms today? What's most popular? So if you wanted to think about the one thing that unifies all functional mushrooms, it's this idea of supporting immune health, right? And when you think about immune health, you know, people... I mean, people are thinking about it a lot more today, but in general, this is really the foundational thing that supports the rest of our overall health, right? Mm-hmm. If your immune system is not functioning properly, all sorts of things are going to go wrong. Whereas if your immune system is functioning properly in that Goldilocks zone, then you have a great foundation for overall health. So mushrooms contain something called fungal beta-glucans. These are little molecules that are able to interact with and support our immune system. And that's the main thing that mushrooms do. That being said, all of these different fungal beta-glucans are different sizes and different shapes and can interact with their immune system in different ways. Not only that, each of these individual mushrooms contains a variety of different compounds, which can also have other health benefits. So we can dive into each one of these, but I like to think of each of the main superstar functional mushrooms as kind of superheroes that all have their own superpowers. Some might be good for energy, some might be good for brain health, but again, they're all good for supporting that immune system. Yeah, we'll talk through some of those superstars in just a second. Do I get this benefit from eating them whole? And if I cook them, does that destroy the benefit? So 
there's kind of two parts to answer that question. So yes, you can get nutritional benefits from eating whole mushrooms. The thing is though, you know, it's, it's a lot about dose and a lot about extraction. So if you just eat mushrooms, our body is not necessarily designed to break that down. Mushrooms are made up of tough cells called chitin. And inside of that is where you get all those beneficial compounds. So if you cook the mushrooms, absolutely, that will break down some of those tough cell walls, get some of those compounds bioavailable. But you'd really have to eat a lot of mushrooms to get the same benefits that you could get from an extract. If you perform an extract like a hot water extract, an alcohol extract, or a lot of times you perform both and combine them to make a dual extract, that makes all of those beneficial compounds like the beta-glucans, like the triterpenes, cordycepin, all these compounds, it makes them bioavailable, makes them easier for our body to use. You know, that being said, though, if you look at historical use and a lot of the research, there is a wide variety of different preparation methods, different extracts. You know, some benefits have been shown from just dehydrated fruiting body powder. Some benefits have been shown from just making a tea, whereas other mushrooms, you might need a more concentrated extract. So it really is a, a broad range. But to get back to your question, yes, just eating mushrooms, make sure you cook them, uh, can have some really good nutritional benefit. Okay. So let's talk about what you call your superstar mushrooms. Um, and the one that, that I think we'll lead off with here is lion's mane. I remember a few years ago uh, buying some powdered lion's mane, and I think I, I, think I actually bought it from you, uh, and used it in coffee and uh, allegedly right. had some cognitive, some uh, brain benefits somehow. Tell me more about, is that the case? How does it work? How are people using it? All that stuff around lion's mane. Yeah, uh, lion's mane is probably one of the most popular functional mushrooms right now. And the reason is because it contains a dynamic duo of compounds that aren't found anywhere else in nature. And these are very special compounds because they are able to uh, induce something called nerve growth factor, which is used in our brain to promote the not only the protection of neurons, but also even potentially the growth of new neurons. And the reason why lion's mane is so special is because this kind of thing isn't really found anywhere else. Sure, you can synthesize compounds that might be able to do the same thing, but they're really difficult to synthesize. And also, they're often too big to cross the blood-brain barrier, so they can't actually get into your brain to do all these things. What makes lion's mane so special is that it contains these compounds that are able to induce nerve growth factor, help to grow uh, nerve cells, help to protect nerve cells. But they're also small enough that they can cross the blood-brain barrier and actually get into your brain. Not only that, they're also shelf-stable, which is kind of uncommon for these type of molecules. So if you perform an extract or dehydrate some lion's mane, they can stay in a bottle and you can add it into your coffee, kind of like you were doing. And finally, they actually do grow on trees. So these are very natural compounds that come out of a mushroom, and that's what makes it so special. So there has been lots of research done on lion's mane over the years for its brain benefits. But, you know, thousands of people, probably millions of people at this point, are experiencing some of these benefits from lion's mane, which is one of the reasons why it is so popular. What should I expect to feel or notice after using this product? Now, a lot of people will feel some clarity. A lot of people say like brain fog kind of goes away. Brain fog is obviously a very vague term. It can mm -hmm. mean a lot of different things, but people just feel a lot sharper. Um, some people will say their memory is improved. 
A lot of people will also feel a lift in mood. They'll kind of just have a better outlook on all sorts of things because lion's mane is also used for mood. But again, quite often it's kind of this idea of mental clarity, reducing brain fog, uh, improved mood and improved memory. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. I mean, who doesn't need that? Which mushrooms offer those benefits? How often do you use them? How long does it take to feel any effect? Tony answers those questions for us in just a moment. And I'll have some interesting news from a recent medical conference where doctors report what they've just found about psychedelic mushrooms and how they help fight chronic depression. Lots more to come, so I hope you will stay tuned after we hear from some businesses I hope you'll support because they support the Health Call Radio Hour. This is the Health Call Radio Hour, where treatments are always free, the stethoscope is never cold, and you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Welcome back. We are exploring the health benefits of mushrooms today and what makes them something of a functional superfood. But let's detour for a moment to a psychedelic mushroom that's in the spotlight for its ability to fight depression. A study just presented at the European Psychiatric Association Convention found a single dose of synthetic psilocybin improved symptoms of chronic depression for up to 12 weeks, just one dose. And the synthetic form of magic mushrooms did not come with the weight gain, sexual dysfunction, and other side effects that are common to prescription antidepressants. This is the latest in a string of research that shows psychedelic mushrooms are effective when traditional medications fail. It's something we're keeping an eye on. This makes me even more curious about how legal mushrooms can affect our health, which leads us back to a conversation with Tony Shields, the founder of Fresh Cap Mushrooms. They are the Internet's leading source of mushroom supplements for those seeking immune support, energy focus, mood enhancement, that type of thing. He says one of the rock stars in the mushroom world is a variety called reishi, which has been used throughout time. So reishi is one of the mushrooms with the longest history of use. And this one is more so used for relaxation, for sleep. It contains triterpenes, which have kind of a hypnotic effect. So people use reishi a lot for all of those benefits. Um, It's also really good for your immune system as well. But reishi is one of these examples where you couldn't just eat it, right? It's kind of like rock hard. It's very woody. It's not a gourmet mushroom. You have a hard time eating this mushroom. So the way to use it is to perform an extraction to make a tea or for reishi in particular, an alcohol extraction is really the way to do it. So I buy this extract. Is it a powder? Is it a tea bag? How, what am I, how am I using this product? So there's lots of different ways you can do it. You can have extracts that are powders. So how that's done is you take the fruiting body, right? And the manufacturer would dehydrate it. They would cut it up. They would perform a hot water extraction, which is kind of like making a tea on a large scale. Then they would do the same with an alcohol extraction. And then you spray dry that liquid back into a powder. So it ends up being a powder that you can put in your tea or, you know, people will fill capsules with it or Mm -hmm. whatever. But you can also make a tincture. So if you were to take this same mushroom, 
If you were to perform a hot water extract, and then if you were to also perform an alcohol extract, you can have a little alcohol tincture where all the compounds are suspended in that tincture. So there's a variety of form factors, but the most common for reishi would be a extracted powder or a tincture. Uh, give me another one of your superstars. Which, uh, which one do you like next? So cordyceps is another one that is really popular. Uh, and it's also getting even more kind of infamous yeah. because of the HBO show, The sure. Last of Us, yeah. based off of the video game where the cordyceps fungus kind of takes over the world and turns everyone into zombies. Fortunately, that can't actually happen. It can happen to bugs. So mm -hmm. bugs do get infected with a species of cordyceps. It does kind of turn them into a zombie and eventually the mushroom will fruit through their head. But it doesn't happen to humans. In fact, for humans, it's quite the opposite. Cordyceps is used as an energy mushroom. So cordyceps contains something called cordycepin, which is able to mimic adenosine in a lot of the body's natural processes, one of which being the production of ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So that's why people get a lot of energy boosting benefits from cordyceps. The other thing it does is just improves the efficiency in which we can take oxygen from our lungs to the rest of the cells in our body, which is why athletes use it or you know anybody who wants to feel a bit of an energetic boost. It's kind of popular to use as a pre-workout. Um, and again, it's good for your immune system as well. So cordyceps is another one of these really amazing popular functional mushrooms. Shiitake is a, is a popular mushroom. Many people have heard of it. Does it have any real medicinal benefits? Shiitake is one of those mushrooms that does have medicinal benefits. Again, it's good for your immune system. I don't necessarily classify it as one of these superstar functional mushrooms, but the good thing about shiitake is it is delicious, right? It, you, mm -hmm. it, it's one of those ones, unlike reishi, which you can't eat, shiitake, you can chop it up and put it in a soup, and it's pretty darn good. Um, so there's very few of those mushrooms that are both gourmet edibles and powerful functional mushrooms. I would put shiitake in that camp. The other ones would also be like lion's mane is also a really good gourmet edible, powerful functional. And same with maitake is another one of those mushrooms. But yeah, shiitake isn't one of those ones that you typically see, you know, sold as a powder or as an extract, um, but it's just a good, delicious, healthy mushroom. Well, I took you off track there. So what, what is your fourth superstar mushroom? So another mushroom that's not technically a mushroom is chaga. So chaga actually hmm. is a mushroom, but we don't use the fruiting body. What people call chaga is actually a, a mass of chaga mycelium and birchwood. It grows naturally on birchwood. It kind of looks like this, you know, lump of coal, basically. Again, it's rock hard, but chaga has these really amazing compounds in it that are good for your, your immune system. It's also a really powerful antioxidant, one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. And it can also be made into a quite delicious tea. So people have used chaga as a bit of a coffee replacement in the past. So chaga is another one of these really popular ones that grows wild and a lot of people like to use. Well, I, I have dropped in on your YouTube channel and I see you out in the woods harvesting and clearly right. you know what you're doing. Uh, there's some danger for all of the rest of us there, huh? I mean, not as much as a lot of people would think. Yeah, because yeah, that is the, the you know, woods. that's the fear. I've, I've seen what looked like the little white button mushrooms popping up on the golf course. And, you know, I'm not brave enough to reach down and snag one. Right. And, you know, that's probably a sensible approach. The, the truth is, you know, a lot of mushrooms, there's not a lot of mushrooms that could actually 
kill you. But the thing is, there are some mushrooms that could, which is what causes a lot of the trepidation. And again, it's not a good idea to just go into the wild and randomly eat a mushroom. You know, if you're going to wild harvest mushrooms, yes, you definitely want to know what you're doing and you or go with somebody who knows what they're doing and that you trust. But the truth is, you know, a lot of mushrooms that people wild harvest are pretty easy to identify and there's not a lot of risk there but the risk does exist, so it makes sense to be prudent. Yeah, I talked recently with a researcher from the University of Birmingham in England who told me that the DNA of mushrooms is very, very much like our own. Is that, tell me more of what you know about that. Mushrooms are probably more closely related to humans than they are to plants, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. For example, mushrooms use oxygen and respire CO2, much like humans do, whereas plants do the opposite. Uh, you know, humans digest things with a stomach. Mushrooms digest things by excreting compounds and having the outside kind of be the stomach. I mean, humans kind of evolved with mushrooms over time. And I think that is the reason why our immune systems respond so well to mushrooms is because our immune systems have, have had to um, interact with uh, with mushrooms. For example, if you take in a breath, almost every breath you breathe, at some point you're breathing in fungal spores or you're interacting with fungal spores. So our immune systems are kind of hardwired to, to deal with these things. And I like to think of, you know, when you're ingesting functional mushrooms, it's kind of like taking your immune system to the gym, right? You're giving it little <laughs> bits of these things and it's able to react to them and strengthen your immune system. And yeah, I mean, we've been, we've been dealing with mushrooms as a species for quite a while. If you would like to learn more about mushrooms as a nutritional supplement, you can always visit Tony's website. That is freshcap.com. You're going to find lots of information about the various uses of mushrooms. And if you're really ready to go down this rabbit hole, link over to the Freshcap YouTube channel. Tony does a lot of teaching there, and I found it really interesting to go along with him out into the woods for some wild mushroom harvesting. Now, I, I tried this Lion's Mane mushroom powder in my morning coffee some time ago, and it had just a little bit of a funny taste, but I do recall that it seemed to make me a bit more alert and better able to focus. So I think I may have to revisit that and give it another shot. I'll, of course, have a link to the website in the show notes of the podcast and on the Health Call website, which is healthcall.live. That's also where you're going to be able to watch an extended video version of today's interview. While you're there, I invite you to drop your email and I'll send you a weekly reminder of what is coming up on the broadcast. I'm always interested in hearing what you think, so please drop me a line and let me know if mushrooms have helped you or if there's something, a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode of the Health Call Radio Hour. Take good care of yourself, care for that precious brain of yours, and I'll see you again right here next week. You've been listening to the Health Call Radio Hour. The discussion of conditions and treatments on this program is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment by a healthcare professional who knows you and your health needs. Find the podcast of today's episode wherever you get your podcasts or watch extended video versions of today's interviews on the Health Call website at healthcall.live. While you're there, drop us a line to ask a question or suggest a topic for a future broadcast. Join us each week on this station for another edition of the Health Call Radio Hour.
podcast by Federated Media.